Welcome to episode 11 of the Lose It podcast. This podcast is tailor-made for those of you with weight to lose, those of you that are losing weight now, and those of you that are bathing in the success of your own weight loss journey. For those of you that are new to the podcast, I'm your host, Nick Jopo. Five years ago, I lost 110 pounds after a lifetime of gaining and losing weight. And I've recently dedicated my life to helping other people do the same. If it's your first time on the podcast, our community has been growing exponentially over the last month. We just went from a brand new Instagram page, so zero followers, to about 70,000 followers in 30 days. So it's been great to see some of these videos, some of this content, and some of this movement and this message resonate with so many people and have so much virality due to just how much people resonate, how much people relate, how much people need to hear that food does not control our lives and that we have so much more control over our own destinies than we can possibly imagine just by getting control over our own bodies. And the way to get control over our own bodies is to get control over food and over exercise. It's all about just getting more control over food and exercise. Episode 11's topic is the all or nothing mindset. All or nothing. I've always been an all or nothing person. I've always been either on my diet or off my diet. I'm all in on my diet or I'm all off on my diet. There was a time where I was either working seven days, working out seven days a week or not working out at all. No balance, all or nothing. I'm working out every day or I'm not working out at all. There was a time where I played 2,081 hours of video games in one year and in the same year had a full-time job. So that's basically two full-time jobs dedicated to work into video games. I was all or nothing in on video games. Now, here's the thing with having an all or nothing mindset is in a lot of ways, it has served me. And in a lot of ways, it's probably served you. Everything that I've been all in on in my life I've, I've experienced some, I've experienced some level of success from specific things that I've been all in on. I'm working right now with a, uh, working right now with a lawyer out of the UK in my one-on-one coaching program, and he's climbed to the top of his law office. His goal is to make a lot of money, have a lot of influence, have a lot of impact on the society and the community there in London. And he's done that by being all or nothing in on his job. By going in on his job with an all or nothing mindset, he has excelled he has achieved his financial goals. He's continuing to lay foundations for the rest of his lives, his life, in his children's life, in his grandkids' life, because he's all or nothing. He's a little obsessed with what he's doing. I relate to that a lot. It's benefited him. In a lot of ways, it's benefited me being all or nothing as well. Here's the thing with diet. Being all or nothing on a diet or being all or nothing on a meal plan is not sustainable. Going keto is an all-or-nothing diet. When you're keto, it means you're not eating carbs. No bread, no rice, no fruit, no honey, no sugar, no carbs of any kind, no pizza, no french fries. When you cut out all carbs, you're all-or-nothing. So I'm nothing on the carbs because I'm full keto, right? And I've done all these all-or-nothing diets. I've done keto 
I've done gluten-free. I tried going vegetarian for a little bit. I had a huge amount of time and effort put into intermittent fasting for, for six or seven months. I've tried all of these diets. And the reason why people love all or nothing diets is because they work. The reason why people love keto and glorify keto, the reason people love intermittent fasting and glorify intermittent fasting is because you get results really fast. The reason why you get results on these diets is because when you're on the diets, you eat less calories. When you cut out carbs, you eat less calories. Unless you fill them all with fats and proteins, which most people don't do, you typically just eat less calories. When you intermittently fast, so you're cutting out one or two meals, so mostly people just don't eat breakfast when they're intermittent fasting. When you cut out a full meal, you eat less calories. So you lose weight really fucking fast. Here's the problem. It's not sustainable for everyone. It's not sustainable for everyone. Keto isn't sustainable when you're in a situation at work where there's no options besides carbs. Keto isn't sustainable when you want to go out and have a drink on your birthday or to celebrate your anniversary, but you can't do that because there's carbs in the alcohol. So having the all or nothing mindset, what it does is it makes it so that you're hyper obsessed with being on. I'm on my diet, right? I'm in a situation where I'm going to go off of my diet. And when I go off of my diet, either it's celebratory or it's circumstantial, I'm off of it. It's really hard to get back on it because now you're off. So why not just spend a couple days being off of the diet? Spend a couple days eating fast food. Spend a couple days binge drinking. Spend a couple days experiencing all these things that I've been just cutting out of my life that have completely gained control over me because I haven't found any way to have any balance with carbs or any way to have any balance with eating three meals a day. There is a world where you can have balance. You don't need an all or nothing diet to have balance. When you're losing weight in an all or nothing way, like a keto diet or only eating one meal a day, it's called OMAD, O-M-A-D, one meal a day. These are really restrictive things. When you lose weight in that way, you have to have a plan for how you're going to reintroduce these things into your diet. And this is the part where everyone fucks up. When you go from your weight loss plan to your maintenance plan, that point where you hit your weight loss goal what do you do the day after you hit your weight loss goal? That's who the fuck you really are. You want to learn about yourself through losing weight? You're not going to learn shit from losing weight. You're going to learn exactly who the fuck you really are the day after you hit your weight loss goal. And that was my reality. I lost 75 pounds in one day shy of six months. I had a goal of losing 75 pounds in six months, and I did it in five months and 29 days. And on the day after that, the six-month mark, I learned who the fuck I really was. I wasn't that guy that just lost a bunch of weight. I was that guy who just wanted to hit a fucking goal to feel good about myself. And as soon as I hit it in my all-or-nothing way, which was doing cardio seven days a week for six months, I walked about 30,000 steps a day every single fucking day of my life. This was five or six years ago now. And I just restricted the shit out of my calories. So I still ate carbs, but I was eating like under, well under 2,000 calories a day, which was very little for my height, my weight, and how much I was moving. I was basically starving myself at like 1,800 or 1,900 calories a day. And that's a very all-or-nothing diet. Very all-or-nothing exercise plan. Very all-or-nothing mindset. But in a lot of ways, it served me. 
in a lot of ways it served me. When it came to losing weight, eating less food, restricting food, and over-exercising, binging exercise, it was really hard to come out of, of the day after I hit that goal. The two weeks after that six months, I gained about 15 pounds left. I gained about 10 or 15 pounds in the two, the two weeks following those six months. And the reason was because I had achieved my goal and I didn't have a plan. It was because I lost weight in a way that wasn't sustainable. I would die if I just eat, if I just kept eating that many calories for the rest of my life and exercising that much. I wouldn't die, but I wouldn't be able to ever feel good. So I wanted to feel good and I wanted to celebrate. And I did that by just saying, fuck it to all the things that I cut out and all the routine that I had established because it wasn't sustainable. But in a lot of ways, I learned a lot about myself and I gained some respect for myself. Because I was the guy who lost 75 pounds in six months. And at the time, I thought that was really fucking cool. So going all or nothing helped me establish some discipline. It helped me build some discipline. It helped me understand what is possible because I was hyper-focused and hyper-obsessed with something. When I was playing video games, I was really fucking good at video games. This is so stupid to say. I haven't touched a video game in six years. But when I was playing... I was playing it 40 hours a week, like a full-time job. And I was really fucking good. The reason I was really fucking good is because I was all or nothing. I will cut other things out of my life to play video games. This is where I was at. I won't hang out with friends because I got a turn. Because I got people counting on me online. Because I'm trying to hone these skills, right? How nerdy of me to say, but this is where I was at five or six years ago. When I was dieting, I was saying no to going out with friends. I was sacrificing my social life because I wanted to lose weight and because I wasn't comfortable being around foods that I really wanted to eat a lot of. So I just said no because I was all or nothing. So I'm all in on my diet. I'm all out on my friends. I'm nothing. All or nothing. I hit my goal. I started gaining some weight back. And then I learned that I have to have some fucking balance. I have to have some balance. Now, if you're a, an obsessive person, if you're someone that always seems to be all or nothing on something, I relate to that a lot. For me, it started with food. I was all or nothing on food my whole life, gaining, losing weight, gaining, losing weight. And it became exercise. I'm working out seven days a week or I'm not working out at all. And it became video games. And it was, I'm playing a fuck ton of video games or I'm not playing at all. No balance, right? And then it became drinking for a year or two where I was drinking a lot of alcohol and then I would take breaks. And I would drink a lot of alcohol and I got to prove to myself that I could stop so I'd take some breaks. I would never have any balance. I would never go out and just have one or two drinks. It was eight or zero. I was having 10 drinks or I was having no drinks. There was no balance. There was no world where I was having just one or two drinks or even three and just hanging out, having fun, staying aware without getting really fucking drunk. Getting a little bit obsessive. But in all of these things, I found balance. Besides video games, I cut video games out because that was just a waste of time. Though I learned a lot about myself, that's not productive in any way. But now when I think about food, I think about exercise, and I think about alcohol. I have balance in these things now. So now, instead of being all or nothing on my diet, instead of being full keto where I'm not eating carbs or eating full Domino's pizzas and having no balance, now I have the foods that make me feel really good. For me, it's mostly meat, fruit, and dairy products or other animal products like cheeses, occasionally some rice, maybe on a rare occasion some vegetables, but it's mostly just meat, fruit, and sometimes some rice. Those foods, or some Greek yogurt, those foods make me feel really good. And I learned that 
through my obsessiveness, I learned that because I was so hyper-focused on food and I made it a point to learn. It's okay to be hyper-focused on something if your goal is to learn. Counting calories is not sustainable for the course of your life. And I always say this, and everyone online is always talking about, here's how to lose weight without counting calories. Look, here's the reality. If you count calories for a couple weeks and you count every single calorie, you're the person at the bar that has a shot of vodka and asks the bartender how many calories are in the shot of vodka, you're going to start learning how to identify about how many calories are on a plate. I can look at a plate of food and tell you with pretty extreme accuracy about how many calories are on that plate because I know what a quarter of a plate or a quarter of a cup of rice looks like. I know what a couple slices of cheese looks like. I know what a bun on a burger, I know that it has about 200 to 220 calories. And I can just in my head in 10 seconds estimate how many calories are on a plate. And I can estimate and figure out what I might do to help this just fit my goals a little more. I know that I need about seven or 800 calories a meal, three meals a day to sustain my weight. And my goal is just to sustain weight. It's not to gain weight or lose weight. I'm not on my diet or, or off my diet. I just have balance with food. So when I'm at home, I know what those meals are that make me feel really good, that I can cook really quickly. So I'm not hyper obsessed with meal prepping because I can bust out my meals in five minutes because it took me years to get to the point of learning these things, right? And having this healthy relationship with food, I eat the same thing 80 to 90% of the time. But when I'm out with friends, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, sorry, guys, I got to bring my meal prep container or sorry, guys, I can't celebrate your birthday because I'm all or nothing on alcohol. And I don't want to be at the bar because I might have eight shots and that's against my goal. So I just rather not go. No, I'm going to the bar and I'm having a glass of wine or I'm having one or two whiskeys or I'm drinking a fucking White Claw or a Corona or whatever it is that I'm in the mood for one or two of them. If I'm really feeling it, maybe I'll have three over the course of an entire week, but I'm not at the point where I'm drinking three, four or five or more drinks anymore because I found balance. I found balance through being all or nothing. Find balance in your life, but allow yourself to go all in on something. Trust that if you go all in on something, you might have a time after that where it's hard to adjust, but trust in yourself that you will be able to. Trust in yourself that if you're eating like shit and you're eating like a fucking asshole right now and you're a fat fuck or you're fat as fuck the way that I was, trust that it's okay to go, go a little bit all in and just see, just see how your body responds and see what you can learn. But understand that you cannot be all or nothing on diet and exercise forever. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable the way that it is to do so in your career, the way that it is to do so in in your work or in, in your business. That's my new obsession. My business is my new obsession. My business of helping people learn from all of the mistakes that I made and helping people get in touch with their bodies and helping people feel good about themselves and helping people realize that Everything we ever wanted was on the other side of just feeling a little bit better and more confident and feel like we're not going to die of having a fucking heart attack because we're so fat. I thought I was going to die, man. That was not balanced. That was all or nothing. Now I'm balanced as fuck with these things. I am balanced as fuck with food and exercise. I go to the gym four days a week, maybe three, maybe five. It might fluctuate a little bit. I'm not in there seven days a week doing thousands of push-ups and walking for 30,000 steps every single day because exercise doesn't run my life anymore. I run exercise. Food doesn't run my life anymore when I was the way that it did when I was all or nothing on it. Now I run food. 
Food is not an inconvenience to my life. If I get brought out to meet with a customer at, for work, I'm going to eat whatever the fuck is on the menu. I'm not going to be nervous about going to a place because it doesn't fit my diet. I'm not all or nothing. Allow yourself to go all or nothing if you need to, to prove to yourself that you can do it. If you do that, have a plan for what's going to happen the day after you hit your goal. Have a plan that you can follow for what's going to happen the day that you hit your goal. And take notes, take videos of the things that you learn from going all or nothing. But at the same time, understand that all of the people that gain the weight back, gain it back because they were too much all or nothing. You're not on a diet or off a diet. There are no diets. We're all just people here eating food, trying to feel good in our own bodies. Fuck your diet. What are you eating that's making you feel good? What foods make you feel good when you eat them? There's no on it or off it. There's no, oh, I feel good because I'm so on. Because when you feel really good when you're on, that will inevitably make you feel really bad when you're off. It's not about being on or off. It's just about finding foods that feel good in your body when you eat them. Eat some food and close your eyes and feel the food going into your body. And then an hour later, think about, this is what I just ate. I either feel energized or I feel sluggish. I just ate some fruit and some yogurt and some meat. I feel really good. Wow, I feel energized like I just had a coffee, but I didn't have any caffeine. Where's that coming from? It's coming from the fact that you just ate good food and food is here to fuel you. Oh, I just ate two pieces of pizza, a chicken strip, a side of fries, and a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich with some ranch and a milkshake. Why do I feel like shit an hour later? Because you're eating bullshit. You literally are what you eat. When you eat shit, you literally are shit. You are the shit that you're eating. You don't have to be hyper-focused. You don't have to be hyper-obsessed. But if you have things to learn, allow yourself to try. If you try and you fail, give yourself permission to fail. Give, you, give yourself permission to learn. Take everything that you learned and try again. And then look for balance. This is a lifelong journey. The goal is not to be healthy and learn how to have balance and not be hyper-focused right now. The goal is to be healthy and learn how to not be obsessed Learn how to have a healthy relationship with food and exercise a year from now, in five years from now, in 10 years from now, and when you're 80 years old. It's not about right now. It's not about right now. Focus on what you can learn. Go back and look at all the times in your mind when you've tried these crazy diets. Maybe you've already done them. Maybe you've already been doing this, but you just haven't realized it. If you've already done all these crazy all-or-nothing diets or these ultra-restrictive diets, or you've starved yourself the way that I did, or you over-exercised the way that I did, or you're doing one meal a day, or you're doing two-week-long water fasts to lose weight, you don't have to do this again. Go back and look at the things that you learned. Go back and look at the fact that you had the discipline to do that, that you had the discipline to lose weight, but that you couldn't figure out how to keep it off. The reason you didn't keep it off is because you can't fast forever. The reason you didn't keep it off is because sometimes you're going to want to eat carbs and you loved losing weight. You got hooked on the idea of losing weight. And as soon as you ate carbs, you started gaining some weight back because you never learned balance. If you've already gone all or nothing, don't try it again. Stop trying the same thing over and over again and thinking that this time it's going to be different because you've grown. Nothing has changed if you just keep trying the same thing. Try something different. If you haven't tried anything, try something. If you're sitting on the couch, try walking for five minutes every day. Try it for every day. Allow yourself to be obsessed with your five-minute walks. And then in a couple weeks, start walking for 10 minutes a day. Get obsessed. 
Walk every day for six months and then see what happens. Start running. Run every day for 30 days and feel the pain in your knees. Feel the pain in your hips. Feel the soreness in your quads and your glutes and your neck and your back and your arms and your shoulders. Get sore. Get uncomfortable. Learn what it's like to be uncomfortable. Allow yourself to be unbalanced and then find balance. And then say, God, I'm glad I did that. God, I'm glad I ran that marathon. I don't see myself running a marathon every month for the rest of my fucking life. That was actually a miserable experience, but I learned from that. Now I'm going to have some balance in running. Now I'm going to go run three days a week for three miles a day. Instead of running 40 miles every week, I'm going to run 15 miles a week, but I'm going to do it for the course of my entire life. Allow yourself to be obsessed, learn from it, find some balance. If you tuned in for this episode, I greatly appreciate you being here. And if you resonate with the message, if this means anything to you, if this is impacting you, please leave a review. Because when you leave a review on Spotify or Apple, it helps the Lose It community spread the message that we have more control over our own lives than we could have ever imagined. See you next week.